Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. Stone, by the way, uh, how about Ricky Fowler and Rory McElroy playing to the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches? How you feel about that? I'm, I'm jacked up. How I good mean, is that? How good know, is we, that? We would we would be happy with one of them. Right. We'd be happy with either Ricky, Rory, the fact that we get both. Two South Florida residents yeah, making man. it happen. Yeah, man. Shout out to the people at Cognizant, man. Let's go. Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, which is the former Honda Classic, PGA National, Palm Beach Garden. Same course, same great hospitality, just a different name. Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Rory McIlroy committed. Ricky Fowler committed. And if you're scoring at home, uh, Rory McIlroy, number two uh, in the world. Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. CognizantClassic.com. Get your tickets. They're on sale now. February 26th through March 3rd, PGA National. Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Which loss was more devastating, Ravens or Lions? Scott says it's the Lions. Mike says Ravens. Much higher expectations. MVP quarterback, Brent. The Ravens, a home loss and a favorite. Jensen says it's the Lions. Hadn't been to an NFC title game in over 30 years. Never won a Super Bowl. Blew a double-digit halftime lead. Had at least two, maybe three game-losing decisions by their head coach. Going to lose their best coach, and Jordan Love is him. It sucks for the Lions. That's the problem that I have with the Lions and why I think it's more devastating than the Ravens. Even the incessant questions about Lamar are going to be annoying. We haven't made any progress with that because he didn't show up for the AFC Championship game. But the fact that the Lions will go into next year not the best team on paper in their own division and certainly not with the best quarterback in the division, that's problematic to me when it comes to the modern NFL game. The NFC North is going to go through Green Bay, not Detroit. And that's why I think Detroit missed a window, whereas the Ravens, for a multitude of reasons, including the the reputation and the track record of the organization, they're going to get another go at this. They will. They will. Detroit. Detroit is Detroit. They. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, Detroit is Detroit. That's very well put. That's very well put. These moments of excellence are fleeting from a football standpoint with Detroit. Uh, and then few messages devastating the Ravens. They've been the favorites basically all year, mm-hmm. then just get punched in the face. That is sort of what happened, right? It is. They got punked. The Ravens, the Ravens got punked. They duped all of us because we came into this game. The line was going up. The money was coming in on Baltimore. It closed at you know minus four. They were minus two hundred on the money line. You're like, this is Baltimore's game to lose. And then one quarter went by, and we all were like, what were we thinking? Yeah, the Chiefs are a better football team than Baltimore. <laughs> like, like it was so obvious, and it was like we got bamboozled. Like, this was makes so much sense. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco is a beast. He's a difference maker. He's a beast. He's a difference maker. He he runs so hard. I I enjoy watching him run and watching him play. And I think he's what's carrying like. The other part of the, especially the non-passing. It's funny. Game, like he actually caught a pass too. I think uh, he did. Uh, yeah. He did. So like yeah. he he's doing can, it all. Can someone explain to me how Marquez Valdez Scantling came down with that yes. that catch on mm-hmm. third down? It, you mean to tell me that this receiving core and he is a major part of the dropsies mm-hmm. that have happened this year. Mm-hmm. He is the one that backtracking, hitting the ground as hard as possible. Hangs onto a ball in his chest over the top to ice the game away with the AFC championship on the line. He's the one to make that play. Not a Travis Kelsey. Not a 
Travis Kelsey. You need receivers to step up. Or a Travis Kelsey. Yeah. He uh, He did it last week, too. I think he had a big catch. The degree of difficulty of that catch in the conditions, in the moment, with his, I mean, he flat out hits the ground as hard as possible and hangs on to end the game with Mahomes just lofting it up. One, Mahomes just has stones. Like let's let's be clear about it. The guy has a a a a, a massive football package. We're giving credit to Mahomes there, not Matt Nagy or Andy Reid. The third and nine to go well, play action. Is, Andy is, is Reid gangster. and Matt Nagy aren't aren't the one throwing that ball up. I mean, that was I would have made that perfection. Throw. No, come on, dude. <laughs> I would have made the throw. No, you would have tried to zip it. But no, a I wouldn't it, have. And it would have been picked off by the linebacker. No, I wouldn't have. It was a beautiful play design. It was timed up perfectly. Just put it up for MVS. Let the big-time players make the Oh, man, you can't it. even get through that without laughing. Come on, dude. It was a big play. It was a better play call than it was a throw or a catch. The, the, the Ravens flat-out just got punked by the Chiefs, whereas the Lions flat-out face-planted mm-hmm. against the 49ers. I think that's the difference, why I think it's more devastating for the Lions. Like, fine, you get punked. It sucks. You were the best team in the league, but you got punked by the defending champions. That's another thing. You got punked by the defending champions. The the Lions went out there, had that game, and then made some bonehead decisions and let those bonehead decisions send them into a cascade of mistakes, and that's why it was more devastating. And their window inherently smaller than the Baltimore Ravens based on quarterback situation, based on track record of organization, the entire thing. Uh, let me tell you about EDS. Their track record is excellence. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. Uh, it is cool. In case you haven't noticed, if you haven't stepped outside today, why don't you go get some vitamin D? The sun is out. Uh, put some clothes on and go out there, slackers. But also, no, you're going to have to put a jacket on. A little cool. This is the time to turn off the air conditioning, open the windows, air out the house. That said, it's also the time because you know it's only a matter of time before things get steamy again, uncomfortable, humid, disgusting, and it happens for 10 straight months. You need your AC working. This is a great time to bring in the folks at EDS and make sure that AC unit is working to perfection because you don't want any issues once you get in a hot time because once the AC goes out in May, in June, you are real, real, real screwed in that spot. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. They are family-owned and operated. They are servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS is yes. Just remember that. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com because EDS is yes. Should we call Theo again? I was literally going to say, should we call yeah, Theo? Yeah, let's call Theo. Let's call Theo here. What if we don't get a hold of him? And he goes this entire Monday without giving his Chiefs take after his team won the AFC yesterday. He's it would almost with, be hilarious. He's hanging out with Adrian Peterson right now. I just posted a story on social media. Really? That's pretty cool. Do you think he can put Adrian Peterson on the phone? I would care more about Adrian Peterson's uh, take <laughs> than I would Theo Dorsey's. I, you know what? I completely agree with that. That's a great point. I mean, I would take like Reggie Jackson's take I over, uh, uh, over Theo. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, I wish I knew who else was there because I'd just rattle off. We'll get a the, full rundown. We'll see who. And we need to ask him why he hasn't booked anybody for the show. <laughs> I thought he was you, a team player. You know what? Hey, you know? Why, why can't Adrian Peterson jump on the selfish. show? Selfish. Yeah. He's doing all these things for himself. It's very annoying. He's the face of ESPN West Palm play. Yeah, you can see the interviews he does get on ESPN West Palm play. Your call has. Nope, nothing. He's too busy for us, too. I got a real bone to pick with Theo, too. Yeah, that's fine. That's his loss. That's his loss. Uh, are you annoyed by the Chiefs, Pierre? Did the Chiefs annoy you? Because I'm starting Honestly, to get annoyed with the dynasty. I'm, I'm impressed now because they weren't the same Chiefs that they are now. And we, I, as a football player, we knew this was going to happen. 
but I didn't think it was really going to happen. I think they were, I thought they were going to lose, but mm. I knew the receivers were going to step up at this moment because it's playoff football. And you yeah. have a quarterback that wants to get you the yeah. ball. <laughs> I respect like, the dynasty. Like I said, when Mahomes went into Buffalo, and by the way, that was the team we were thinking of yeah. that uh, beat the uh, the Ravens in 2019 was the Bills mm. after the uh, after Lamar's bounce back winning at Tennessee. Um, I... I, I I can't say anything derogatory about Pat Mahomes. Right. Uh, he is a right. winner. Mm-hmm. He is a champion. He has checked all the boxes. He has nothing else to prove. He's going for another ring. Even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, he'll get back to a Super Bowl next year and will wash and repeat and continue. So that said, we've gone from one dynasty where it's nonstop Tom Brady in your face to nonstop Mahomes and Kelsey in add, a your third, face. add a third one to that too. Taylor. <laughs> She's a chief now. Taylor Swift. Is She's Taylor Swift member. a Kansas City Chief? 888-760-3776. Do we now count Taylor Swift as a Kansas City Chief? Do we lump her in? She's on the roster. The storyline of the Kansas City Chiefs. Does Taylor Swift get lumped into that? And I would say, because yeah. I think the next two weeks. Well, she made yes. $330 million. Yeah. Wasn't, that a, wasn't that a? Yeah, was, yeah. She, she's the owner. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about or think about the Chiefs any longer without Taylor Swift being there, front and center. And and Andy Reid publicly acknowledging her in the celebration, right? You win an AFC title game, and Andy Reid points to Taylor in the crowd, like you know, it's like it's like a, a, a stab in the heart. It's like a, a dagger to everybody watching who hates it. They're like, oh no, the, the, so, the Super Bowl winning head coach is now acknowledging her. Right. I, I just. I I am. It's like overload. It's it's uh, it's overload. I I have Chiefs overload right now because the Kelseys are in my face constantly with the podcast mm-hmm. and all the latest news on Travis and and it's extended to Jason and then his wife Kelsey Mom and then the whole thing too. Mom Donna <laughs> right. Like you've got the Kelseys in your face constantly and then you've got Patrick Mahomes, Mister uh, mm-hmm. Ask for a flag after every play, but he's going to kicking everyone's ass and he's the greatest. Uh, Evan Cohen, I heard him answer the question on sport or uh, ask the question on Sportsman like. Six to ten a.m. every day here on ESPN 106.3. Has he already had a better career than Aaron Rodgers? And maybe, maybe oh, like wow. Pat Mahomes has already had a Hall of Fame yeah. caliber career. Yeah, many, and he's not even halfway Bowls? through it. How many Super Bowls Mahomes has? Uh, this three? is his. This is his fourth appearance in a Super Bowl, uh, and he's won two of them. Yes. Yeah. And Aaron has two two Super Bowls. Aaron two so. Super Bowls, one win. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 See? Uh, uh, and he's not going back to a Super Bowl. Let's be abundantly clear, Stone. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's not there? going back to a Super Bowl unless he visits it as a member of the media after his career is over or as a fan. <laughs> what are, What do you mean? I think the New York, you know what? We'll Patrick save that. Has a Hall are of you, Fame career. Yeah. Are you now annoyed yeah. by the Chiefs? Are you annoyed by the Chiefs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Are you annoyed by the Chiefs? And let's do this. Scale of one through five. One being meh to five being hell yeah. Where do you rate your excitement for this Super Bowl? The Chiefs and the 49ers. Because I'm giving it a two. We've seen this. No, you're not. We've seen, seen this, this already. Before. We've seen this movie before. We've seen that like Patrick Mahomes is in every Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've seen the 49ers. It was a Jimmy G led. Uh, Brock Purdy's no better than Jimmy Garoppolo. These are two of the same teams we saw like four years ago in the Super Bowl. Who would you rather play for, Pierre? I like Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's. A you might fighter. like him. I'm not but saying that he's a great. Like that doesn't mean he's a great quarterback. Maybe he makes a great casserole. I don't know. Over Jimmy G. Yeah, over Jimmy G. In the pocket, I like Brock Purdy. 
Think about seven years ago, if Brock Purdy, you'd be like, hey, Pierre Garçon's going to be on ESPN <laughs> Radio saying that he would like you to be his quarterback. This is a freshman at Iowa State. Like, just, I mean, this kid couldn't have imagined what the hell is happening to his life right now. Right. It's, listen, listen. It's good that it's happened early. <laughs> Keeps from him hungry. A, from a football standpoint, am I interested to see what Brock Purdy does in the Super Bowl? The answer to that is yes. From a pure interest standpoint, though, when you've got the Chiefs and Mahomes, we've seen that over and over and over again. And I am pro Taylor Swift. I want to. Uh, I want to make it abundantly clear. And the angry man. Oh, I don't want to see Taylor go get touched by a woman. Okay, you've got problems. Uh, but that said, the next two weeks, you're not going to be able to avoid her. And so those who are like <laughs> me, normal adjusted males, it's going to be difficult not to say enough. And tap out because TV, they're just going to keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Here's Tay Tay. Here's Tay Tay. Here's Tay Tay. And and you know what? A man can only take so much. And so I will understand people saying enough. And it's not her fault. She's not seeking it out. But the networks think you want it. They're like, hey. Or they don't care. And they're just going to shut it down. They're trying to get more fans. They want more females to watch football. Right. Put this needle in your arm. Yeah. And just stay quiet. But now I think it's an engagement thing because you're going to get people who are who are really upset and you're going to get people who are happy. And at that point, they don't care. I only had a Let problem. Let the tailor get in your veins. I, I haven't had a problem with it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not at one point being like, what are they doing? But I, it's going to be forced on you now. No, you're going to be waterboarded with Taylor Swift. Last night, I took a pause. I screenshotted it when an ESPN notification came on my phone. And it was the back shoulder. It was a beautiful pass. Travis Kelsey finds the end zone, finds pay dirt, opens up the scoring in the AFC Championship game. You're like, oh, wow, let's go. Awesome. Love Travis Kelsey's great. Woohoo, football. And then boom, my phone dings and I get an ESPN notification at the top and it was Swift celebrates Kelsey's touchdown in the suite. And like that was an entire notification. So I'm like, did somebody this is like a pre-planned post that somebody at ESPN, an intern or a social guy had cooked up? Like I know. I I, I that was like, okay, you know what? I, I don't think anybody with this app wants that notification. Well, like we'll see it regardless. Uh, right. Well, you saw her last night on the CBS broadcast. She looked at the TV in the suite, saw herself, and uh, uh, mouthed. You could you could tell what she was saying. She was saying, "Get off me!" <laughs> like she doesn't want the camera on her either. That's a good PR thing. Hey, next time, like to mouth something like you don't want to be filmed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a problem with any of it. But when I got a notification from ESPN, I was like, I don't oh, have any problem God. with it either. But again, you can tell where this is going. What I think should happen. Here's my grand plan. Stay with me now. If you really want to market yourself, you're Travis Kelsey. Set set yourself up for success post-football. Taylor Swift, absolutely solidify yourself concrete into the cultural lexicon of the United States of America and worldwide all time. Here is what I think should happen. You just lean in. It's going to be Taylor Swift overload. It's going to be Travis Kelsey overload. Media day in Las Vegas a week from now. Mm -hmm. Get married there. Just lean into it. The Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey marriage at Super Bowl Media Day will be the biggest NFL event in the history of the sport. Forget any Super Bowl ever played. Forget the NFL draft. The Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey marriage at at, at Super Bowl Media Day will be the biggest American event of all time. Forget the bicentennial 1976 fireworks going off in New York Harbor by the Statue of Liberty. Uh, forget Washington crossing the Delaware. The the biggest event in American history. Forget the final episode of MASH. 
will be Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, married Super Bowl media day. Okay, you're talking about media day. Let me throw this one at you. Because I'm with you here. I mean, you want to make some dollar bills. This is how you do it right here. Listen to Ken Levicka. But mm-hmm. I think Elvis Presley should do it. I think well, he's do dead. It. I think it, well, not in Las Vegas. There's plenty of them out there. You mean you mean people. you mean a, a, an impersonator? Yeah. Okay. I think you should. Because Elvis to, has been dead for quite some time. He died on the toilet. Elvis lived. <laughs> I think you go to one it's of the small. Way to go. I think you know, it's not though. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. It could, could be, be a lot worse. worse. Could be worse. I think you go to one of those churches. You let Elvis do a media day, a little white chapel. Yeah, a little white it. chapel action. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the names, but media day would be a blunder if you did it at at one of the little. No, because I think you know you go to the media instead of the media paparazzi tracking you down. You go to the media say mm-hmm. you want this. Here you go. We're getting married right here. And I'm telling you, every major network would break into their programming. CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, national media, CNN, uh, <laughs> across the board. They would break into programming like, uh, uh, like there was a, a State of the Union speech. I'm telling you, it would be the biggest thing going. It would have the biggest ratings of anything ever shown. Listen, I actually rescind what I said when I said that's a good idea and you should listen. I think that would be the saddest day in NFL history. Well, I mean, maybe, but uh, you know what the NFL loves? Money. So they'd be happy. It would be the happiest day for the NFL. Maybe us as NFL fans, sad. For Roger Goodell, he'd say, hey, give me a 30-year extension. I pulled this off. That's on Raj. Have you ever met Roger Goodell? Yeah, yeah. How is yeah. he? Is he's he nice? He's actually smaller than. Yeah, really? yeah. He's short. He seems, he's not. He's not. He seems kind of corny because he, when he's on stage, he's yeah. Big, now, but he's you not know what? As I, tall well, as. Hold on. Let's do this, Ken. What is short? Pierre, well, yeah. Okay. What is short, Pierre? Yeah, yeah. How, how tall are you? Be a man. Six three. He might be Stone's height. All right. So Stone's <laughs> Stone's a little bit taller than me. What are you? Five nine. Stone. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Because he said, yeah, Roger Goodell's kind of short, man. You know, shorter than everybody thought. We're not judging. You're a short king. I mean, so Roger Goodell's a short king, I guess. It's just like, hey, you know, hey, Roger's not as big and cool as everyone thinks he is. He's kind of like stone height. Like, he's over there. And you're shorter than I am, Ken. No, so he didn't say he wasn't is, cool. He said brutal. he was cool and said he was nice. He's a great guy. That's, that's yeah, what he started with, though. He's an awesome oh, guy. But I was shocked really by short. how tall he was because... You see him on TV. You That's know, true. He's the commissioner. You right. He's got big, broad and the shoulders. the NBA commissioner was tall. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, but... Yeah, did man, he, that's, did, that's my. Did he first do like he does at the draft? Uh, awkwardly dap you up or say, "Hey, no, yeah, how was that let's dap? create a handshake." No, no, I just gave him a handshake and you know appreciate him for you know supporting me. Did you <laughs> hug him? I did not. Okay, I did not. Thanks for giving me the bag, Raj. Listen, listen, listen. We work together. <laughs> uh, where are we going on the phones here, Stone? Rob, PSL. Rob in Port St. Lucie. Hello, Rob. Hey guys, I got two questions for you. One is. So, if you remember, they offered Taylor Swift to do the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this year, and she declined. Yeah, she's turned it down you like four times. Herself now? I don't know. Or you think she's second-guessing herself now? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the way I would look at this, Rob. And, uh, you know... Take it, take it from me, a marketing genius like myself. Boy, nobody brands themselves better than me. Um, I think that she's going to get all the benefits of Super Bowl attention from the media without having to to perform for for eighteen minutes at halftime on that stage and be open up to all the criticism that comes with that. I think she's actually uh, inherently by dating Travis Kelsey, she's beating the system. Uh, that's a possible thing. Okay, all right. My second question is, why does Brock Purdy never get any love? I mean, this is a Cinderella story, if you will. Yeah. The guy has only been in the last two years. He's done more 
than some of the other quarterbacks in the league. And I don't think he's a systematic quarterback. I think he thinks outside the box at times, and it doesn't work out for him at times, but he still does so and does so well. Um, I just, every sports channel this morning, get up. Yeah. You know, everything. Everybody, it's like, oh, the Lions gave the game away. Well, yeah, they did, but a win is a win. Sure, sure. And And, and here's what I think it is. I I would say, Rob, and and appreciate the call, it's a combination of things with Brock Purdy. Again, Mr. Irrelevant. (laughs) You start there, okay? Great story, (laughs) but there's this subconscious, this guy has to be limited, right? Because of where he was taken to enter the NFL. The second thing is, the ultimate system offense is Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers, and you saw Jimmy G lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl as a quarterback, clearly limited as well, okay? That's a subconscious Mm -hmm. for the sports talkers knock against Brock Purdy, okay? Mm -hmm. Third, he looks like a piece of white bread. There's nothing charismatic about him. There's nothing personality-driven about him. There's nothing marketable about him. Is it fair to criticize him or to diminish him because of that? No. Is it to the sports talker realm an easy place to go to? Yes. Like, think about it. Pat Mahomes, it took him no-look passes, sidearm passes, things that blow your mind, passes mm-hmm. that he was able to unfurl that defy human ability for him to get to a level where he started saying, oh, my God, look at this guy. He's the heir apparent to Tom Brady. Brock Purdy doesn't do any of that stuff. Brock Purdy stays in his lane. He throws to Kittle. He throws to Debo. He throws to Ayuk. That universally is looked at as one of the elite offenses from a piece perspective in the NFL. So all of those things come together to form Brock Purdy ain't it. They got to find somebody to hate on that offense. Yeah. <laughs> so why not the why not the white bread quarterback? But that's bread with an A. He's got the wheat bread running back right behind him. So that's why. I think Brock yeah. Purdy. I think Brock Purdy. I, to me, Brock Purdy's fine, and he deserves mm-hmm. praise. Mm-hmm. But I think it's easy to diminish him because of the landscape of the NFL quarterback. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we do this because I, I think if you went, you know, play by play, and I'm sure it doesn't look identical, but from an execution standpoint, from a lot of the checkdowns, from the very s- seldom shots that he takes downfield, I don't know if it looks any different than Tom Brady. Yeah, like like legitimately, Tom Brady was playing football in New England, and it was uninspiring. It was listless to somebody wanting a, a dynamic, you know, quarterback. I don't think it looks any different than some of Tom's playoff wins yesterday. I mean, obviously coming back from you know down seventeen, you're not wrong. The third, but it, it it's not like the throws are any different. He has Brock Brady has some big throws in there too. The George Kittles, the the Debo's, the seventeen yard dig routes. Like he hits those. He the, makes big throws. The difference is perception. What were the Patriots before Tom Brady busted out of the scene? A middling, non-contending squad. Who was in? And Tom Brady eventually had to lean on the Then Tom Brady pulled the trigger after he came from the sideline, replaced Drew Bledsoe, and the rest is history, right? What did Brock Purdy do? He just slid into a situation where someone had already won. I think at its core, that's the biggest subconscious diminishing factor against Brock Purdy. That's accurate. You know, yeah. is it fair? Probably not. Is it accurate? Yeah, I think so. 
right? Uh, let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Let me be accurate. It's the best in the country. Don't just take it from me. Take it from Sport Business, the leading publication, postgraduate sport management degree rankings, number one in the country, number one in the nation, right in our own backyard in Boca Raton, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Here's the plan. You want to work in sports. You don't know the path. Well, get your MBA in sport management because that is the path and get it from Florida Atlantic. Again, number one in the country, number 10 in the world, uh, the FAU MBA sport management program, fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program, sign up for classes, summer semester, fall semester. They're available now. Take classes online or on campus in Boca. It's the FAU MBA sport management program, fau.edu slash MBA sport. Did you read or see or hear something this weekend in sports that you thought was abject dog bleep? Well, good news for you. It's Monday, which means we get it off our chest with a dog bleep Monday. Coach Sala? Um, yeah, it's dog <laughs> Stone Lebanowitz, Pierre Garcon, Ken Lavica. We'll call Theo. Will he answer? I don't care. Lavica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. At KLV 106.3 on social media, I asked one being meh, five being hell yeah. What's your excitement level for this Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl? Mike messages, I'm just happy there's college basketball that day. Not exactly an endorsement for the big game. And Mambo messages, zero. The early returns are in, not positive for interest level in a part two of the 49ers and Chiefs. I'd be willing to put my right pinky on the line that both of those gentlemen will be watching the Super Bowl when the Super Bowl airs on February 11th. Doesn't mean you have to be looking forward to it. It's a, culture, it's a cultural phenomenon. It would, like, it would be like not watching the final episode of Seinfeld. A lot of people tuned in without ever watching Seinfeld, but you want to be a part of it. It's part of a collective experience. Nobody's tuning in because they're uh, they're they're feeling tingly about Brock Purdy. Okay, <laughs> gotta see what Brock Purdy does today. His legacy yeah. game. Uh oh, look who found some time for us. Theo Dorsey. His name's on the show. He is at a celebrity golf outing today. Uh, we do uh, and are contractually mandated to allow him to speak on the Chiefs. His his recognized team going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Theo, congratulations. Thanks for making time for us at 1.43 p.m. Eastern time with a show that ends at 2 o'clock. Yes, yes, yes. I have to make sure I at least uh, show some love to my guys. Uh, post it up, man. I, I was just about to get an interview with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. I walked away from that just to talk to y'all. So that's how important it is for why me. Why doesn't he come on the show? With my boys on a, uh, why on a don't Monday. you bring him over so he can jump on the show? Yeah, just give Ken the phone, dude. Tell him, tell him all I am. Uh, <laughs> well, he's, he's teeing it up right now. He's teeing it up at a, at a hole, hole number three here. I'm not allowed to say what golf course we're at currently. Uh, parts unknown. But, yeah, 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 I'm going to let him do his golf thing. And how, do, how about we talk some football? Are you at Guantanamo Bay? What is happening? Any other former professional football players that we can get their take on the Chiefs game from? Yeah. Just hand him the phone. Just like one line. 
Okay, I just talked to Marshall Falk. He, uh, I, I told him about how you guys were comparing the Dolphins to the greatest show on turf. He had some Ooh. fun, choice things to say about that. Did he swear? Uh, did you record it? <laughs> he did not swear. It is on camera. You will be able to get that on ESPN West Palm Play. Awesome. Marshall Falk's official response to uh, the Dolphins being compared to the greatest show on turf. Awesome. Did you name drop uh, us there? The yeah, did you at least mention our name to him? I did not mention any names. What if we told Ooh, you I, to, to – Pierre's here. Tell them that Pierre Garçon is here. Maybe they'll talk to <laughs> yeah. someone who's played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Pierre Garçon probably would move the needle. Uh, none of them knew who I was, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I did also get permission from John Schmoltz to continue to use his name as I talk about how good I am at pitching on the golf course. So He's actually a very a good golfer. He's like a pro-level golfer, uh, John Schmoltz is. Oh, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he pre. He does pretty good. Uh, so Theo, congrats on the uh, congrats on the Chiefs. Uh, everything we thought was going to happen did. Like we collectively as a show said that the Chiefs are going to win, even though we were all pro Lamar, except for you. Uh, you hate Lamar. Uh, I bet you're feeling good today. Congrats on your Chiefs victory. Thanks for taking the time out of your day, Theo. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks. See you tomorrow, man. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, what um uh what what stages of glee have you gone through? <laughs> Uh, for me, oh, I thought y'all were hanging up on me there. I know I'm. I, oh, um, we got a couple. Oh, he's yeah. got him. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was actually, honestly, man, like it was. I'm on such a high right now. All right, so <laughs> you, you guys don't understand. Yesterday was prolific. I know Pierre knows how it feels. Um, <laughs> me and Pierre can relate to uh, being part of a team uh, orbit that makes it to a Super Bowl. Uh, through the AFC, so that's one thing we can relate to, Pierre. So maybe I should just talk directly to you, my buddy. I'm all ears. What's going to be more annoying, two <laughs> weeks of nonstop Taylor Swift or two weeks of nonstop Theo Dorsey? What's going to be more overwhelming in these parts? He's going to blow it for us. Man. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not even going to gloat that much because I expected it to happen, and I'm just happy that it is happening in the year that's even a down year uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is the reason. I did nothing to get him there, so I'm not going to gloat. I'm just going to celebrate that I was right. Can I at least celebrate that I was right? You're, yeah, and, and I right. can't argue with that. You were right. I mean, we, right. Picked, we picked the Chiefs, too. Yeah, we did pick the Chiefs as well. No, but, I've been saying this since week one, and uh, all throughout the year, you guys are telling me about the Lions and the Bills and the Jaguars and then the Ravens and then the Bills again and then the Bengals and the Chargers. But then again, it's the Chiefs representing the AFC for the sixth straight year. Mm. Uh, I think that I, I just feel like I can gloat about that. So, I won't gloat about the win, but I can gloat about being right. So you're on a high right now, like, how are you feeling about having to sacrifice what seemed like Lamar Jackson's legacy, yeah. almost, in a sense? Because it was all fun and games that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, but Lamar Jackson, what he put on tape yesterday, was nothing short of terrible, yeah. and, and who knows what he can do in the postseason now, moving forward. Now he's a fraud again uh, to the mass majority of the sports talkers, and you defend Lamar an awful lot, but it's your team that put us back at square one with the Lamar legacy talk. Well, Stone was right, and he had it. He had it right before the show. It's not even about how bad Lamar failed. It's about how much of a blender that Steve Spagnola, uh, Steve Spagnola put him in. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's the Chiefs' defense that's elite. I told you guys at the beginning of the season, the Chiefs' defense is elite. I said it's a championship defense, and once again, they did what a championship defense does, and that's take away options from elite quarterbacks. Don't blame Lamar. Praise praise the Chiefs defense. No, you definitely can put some blame on Lamar. Like we, yeah. if you watch the game, yes. Right. I'm not sure if you turn the TV on. That's the unfortunate thing is you can definitely put some blame on uh, on Lamar. I it's very what deflating. You do with that. That's all, that's your prerogative if you want to hate on the local guy who's also a now two-time MVP, hating on elite him. quarterback and still top 3 in the league at least. He you object- can hate him all you want. He objectively did not play well. That Chiefs defense 
They failed. Uh, Chiefs, 49ers, I give it a two interest level, one through five. I'm just not I'm not into it. I'm sick of the Chiefs dynasty now. Uh, Brock Purdy does nothing for me. Uh, where are you at, Stone? One through five on this Super Bowl. Uh, I'm a five, man. Five all in football head. Super Bowl. Pierre, football. Let's go. It's, it's personal for me. So that's you true. Know. I'm, I'm excited for Kyle Shanahan to get his first victory. Okay, Kyle, the Kyle Shanahan uh, first connection. Super Bowl Got it. Are we all going to pick the Niners here? Cause, cause I'm going to pick the Chiefs because oh, oh, uh, I feel like there's no beating them. While I'm annoyed by the Chiefs, Theo, Theo, I'm annoyed by the Chiefs. I'm sick of the dynasty. I'm sick of Mahomes complaining. Uh, I'm pro Taylor Swift. I know I'm going to be sick of her two weeks from wow. now. But the Chiefs, have, the, the Chiefs have proven everything to me. I, I, And the way the 49ers have played, I think the Chiefs win. Yeah. Oh, and the kid is about to hit, man. Let me see how this drive looks. Oh, my goodness. Ken Griffey Jr. Does, Ken Griffey does Jr. right down the fairway. He, that was beautiful. Does he golf lefty, too? So that golf swing uh, is yes, like his, does. his, his uh, baseball swing? I, I just fell in love with the game of golf all over again. <laughs> uh, hey, yell at him. Good swing, kid. What's up? <laughs> oh, he, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ken Griffey just said I can get two questions. I'm running nice. for right now. Oh, awesome. Hey, I'm, I'm live on the radio. Can you at least tell him it's real? That's why I got to jump off. You give me two questions. <laughs> Two questions. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Awesome. He'll be back at another time. He's talking to Ken right now. Oh, he passed it off. I thought we were going to go. we was... talk to Ken Griffey Jr. What was that? He just passed off the phone to, to no, Brian McClellan and Rowan. I thought we were going to get two I questions thought we were going to get Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. We got Brian I was Rowan. about to ask him about the year he spent with the Chicago White Sox. Both questions. Burn them like that. Forget the Mariners. Reds. I don't care. He. I, I did just look up and he was currently petting Theo's hair. He's a big fan of Theo's hair. Right Theo's now. got waves. Can, it, can you ask Ken Griffey Jr. if we can get one question with him? What is this? Oh, we, we barely got this, too. He was one of the only people that told us no today. So, Jesus, man. All right. And it, all right, well. I mean, you guys. All right, later. Thanks a lot, Brian. Thanks, thanks, guys. Oh, uh, Brian. Brian, what are one through five? Your Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs 49ers, one through five. One being meh, five being yeah. Where are you sitting with there? Uh, how, uh, how excited are you? Uh, one, especially okay. if the alternative could have been Ravens and Lions. It would have been so fun. Could you yell at Ken Griffey Jr. the same question? <laughs> He's busy. God. All right. Thank you. I'm so mad at Theo. Thank you. That's. I, can you believe that? What the hell just happened? Let's I thought break. when he said two questions and Ken Griffey Jr. gave him that the go for two. two questions, I thought he was going to give the phone to Ken Griffey Jr. or he was going to ask a question from us and let Ken Griffey Jr. answer it. I mean. What a waste of time. That. I'm in shock. And we just let the guy come on, Theo, talk like a Chiefs beat reporter right, for right. four minutes. Just, and just then. spewing propaganda, and then he gets King Griffey Jr., and he hogs him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, holy cow, let's go to break. That's Stone. That's Pierre Garceau, and I'm Ken. Pierre, you might be the permanent uh, third man on this show. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I do want to get one Dog Bleed Monday in here. Well, I guess Dog Bleed Monday was Theo Dorsey not giving us Ken Griffey Jr., who gave him permission for two questions at the Celebrity Golf event, and he just ran off and hogged the questions, didn't put them on the air, thinking about himself, not the show. That's Dog Bleed Monday, right, Coach Sala? Right, Coach Sala? Um, yeah. Dog not dog bleep Dr. Neil Goldhaber helping you with your ENT issues, ear problems, nose problems, throat issues. Dr. Neil Goldhaber going for your consultation. GoldhaberSinus.com is how you get it. GoldhaberSinus.com, an institution, been doing it for decades based out of Boynton Beach. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is not only our guy, he has helped people improve their lives 
four years. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. Improve your life. Don't deal with ringing ears, chronic snoring, congestion. Get it fixed up. Dr. Neil Goldhaber can do it for you. Goldhabersinus.com. I present to you the head referee, yesterday's Ravens Chiefs AFC Championship, Sean Smith. Somebody give this man a lozenge. Sean Smith on the field yesterday. Again, the head referee of the AFC Championship game. And this poor guy, this is what he sounded like. Holding offense number 76. (laughs) Clear your throat. For Pierre Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.